Know the top stories of the day. Understand the issues that matter. This is Manila Bulletin News on Web. Your quick rundown of top news in the country and around the world. Manila Bulletin, celebrating 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths. Be fully informed. Hi, I'm Barbie Atienza. This is MB Now, and here are your news on web. President Duterte paid tribute to the late President Benigno S. Aquino III, saying he gave his best to serve the Filipino nation. The President joined the nation in offering heartfelt sympathies and asked Filipinos to unite in prayer for the late leader. Duterte has promised to provide assistance to the family of the late Pinoy. The President made the assurance to the Aquino family shortly after offering a new his heartfelt condolences over the passing of the former leader. It is with profound sadness that I learned of the passing of the former president, Benigno S. Aquino III, this morning. We thank the former president for his service to our country. I hope that my fellow Filipinos will be inspired by his legacy. After reading a prepared statement, Duterte admitted that he could hardly find the right words when he talks to a grieving family. He instead tries to offer comfort to the family by reading a cherished Bible passage about a time for everything. He recognized that people should not take life for granted since we cannot last forever. So whatever it is, uh, we will always have our appointed time. So sometimes we just uh, take for granted life, but uh, in times like this, lalo na na kilalang presidente, we are always uh, put on notice of our mortality in this world that also we cannot last forever. Starting June 24, the country will observe a 10-day period of national mourning following the death of former President Benigno S. Aquino III. President Rodrigo Roa Duterte signed today Proclamation Number 1169 declaring June 24, 2021 to July 3, 2021 as a period of national mourning over the passing of the former president. Aquino, the country's 15th president from 2010 to 2016, passed away Thursday morning at the age of 61. His death was due to renal failure arising from diabetes, according to his family. The Liberal Party said the late president Benigno Aquino III may have passed away but the journey of the Daang Matuid will continue. In a statement, the LP said Aquino, more commonly known as Pinoy, can rest easy knowing that he left the world better than when he found it. With his passing, the LP said the country lost one of the finest examples of what a president should be and that the public will know this once the disinformation about Aquino ceases. According to LP, Pinoy was hard on the corrupt, 
but was inclusive, empowering the people while the party grew in numbers. Even those from other parties enjoyed fair processes for their projects. The Liberal Party also pointed out that under the Aquino administration, systematic corruption that had calcified for generations began to be dismantled. It cited in particular how the use of Wang Wang, a symbol of abuse by the powerful, was prohibited during Pinoy's term. The country is expected to have administered 10 million doses of coronavirus disease vaccines by next week, according to the National Task Force against COVID-19 Deputy Chief Implementer Vince Dizon. Dizon said on a June 24 press briefing, the country has administered 350,000 doses of vaccines last Wednesday, June 23, the Philippines' highest jab rate in one day. He said that the national government is helping the different local government units in their vaccination rollouts. The daily vaccination output, however, will still be dependent on the vaccine supply. He said with the additional vaccine doses that are coming in, the number will only get higher and higher in the coming weeks. Deason, however, explained that the original nationwide target is 500,000 a day. Meanwhile, the Philippines is expecting the arrival of its first shipment of Moderna vaccines against COVID-19 on June 27, according to Deason. NTF Chief Implementer and Vaccines are Carlito Galvez Jr. earlier said that some 250,000 Moderna doses, including those purchased by the private sector, will arrive in the country soon. The results of the saliva-based RT-PCR tests conducted by the Philippine Red Cross are now included in all official laboratory results done in the Philippines. This was confirmed by PRC Chairman and Chief Executive Officer Richard Gordon in a virtual press briefing early this week. Gordon noted that PRC's saliva RT-PCR test is a cheaper, faster, and non-invasive test for coronavirus disease. DOH Undersecretary Rosario Vergere issued a memorandum dated June 14, 2021, entitled Retroactive Inclusion of Saliva-Based RT-PCR Results from the Philippine Red Cross Laboratories. Vergere said that in a statement issued in February, the DOH approved the use of saliva as an alternative specimen for RT-PCR testing among PRC laboratories. Gordon said that the PRC remains the leading organization for COVID-19 testing in the country. He added that the PRC is the only organization approved by the DOH to conduct saliva RT-PCR tests in the country. Here is a roundup of news in and around Metro Manila. Let's watch these reports. 
The local government of Manila inaugurated its COVID-19 field hospital on Thursday, June 24, in celebration of the city's 45th founding anniversary. Manila Mayor Francisco Escomare Dumagoso thanked the 362 construction workers who built the hospital day and night. Meanwhile, medical experts from Israel were all praises for Manila City's COVID-19 field hospital. The three-expert team was really impressed with the facility and commended Mayor Dumagoso and the people of the hospital for making a great job. The 336-bed field hospital was built to cater to the city mild and moderate COVID-19 patients and it will be operational starting today, June 25. The Pasay City Government has started to inoculate members of the Tricycle Operators and Drivers Association or TODA at the Giga Vaccination Center in SM Mall of Asia on Thursday, June 24. Mayor Emi Calixtorobiano said around 500 members of TODA were inoculated with Sinovac and their tricycles were given a VAC TODA to the future stamp. Robiano said that as a way of showing gratitude to TODA members who were vaccinated, they will be part of a raffle draw with 50,000 pesos as grand prize. Robiano said that after inoculating the 5,000 TODA members, the city will immediately start the vaccination of around 2,000 pedicab operators and drivers. Almost 100 senior citizens of Barangay San Antonio, Pasig, were added to the list of beneficiaries of the 1,000 Mid-Year Cash Gifts Program of the Barangay, increasing the total number of senior citizens recipient to 819. The 1,000 Mid-Year Cash Gifts are delivered by Barangay personnel to the homes of their 819 senior citizens for their safety and convenience according to Chairman Raymond Lising. The Barangay Chairman has vowed to continue all programs for senior citizens in his barangay. And now, let's take a look at the latest news in other parts of the country. Here are the details. An unusually big number of people crowded inoculation sites in Bataan on Thursday reportedly caused by the availability of Pfizer vaccines. Long lines of people as early as 4 a.m. were observed at the Louis Resort and Capital Square Mall and the Bataan People's Center. The City Health Office noted that the situation at the Louis Resort was unusual compared to the previous days. Records show that the Department of Health delivered 7,020 single doses of Pfizer and 1,742 single doses of the same vaccine to the Balanga City Health Office last Monday, June 21. The Cebu-Cordova Link Expressway or CCLEX is now 70% complete. The 8.5-kilometer CC Lex is highlighted by its iconic crosses on top of the twin pylons of the 390-meter cable-stayed main bridge over the Mactan Channel. The 30 billion peso CC Lex, which will be the third link to Mactan Island from Cordova to mainland Cebu through Cebu City's South Road properties, is targeted to be substantially completed by the end of 2021 and be open to motorists in the first quarter of 2022. The Department of Science and Technology announced that the first large-scale coral restoration project in the Mimaropa region has already started. The DOST Mimaropa said the coral transplantation technology was deployed off the coast of Buena Vista and Torrijos in Marinduque as part of the province-wide coral restoration project. The first large-scale restoration effort in the Mimaropa region seeks to reverse reef degradation and improve the productivity of marine resources. A total of 10 coral nursery units were set up in the marine protected areas of Tungiblipata in Buena Vista last June 10 to 11 and another 10 coral nursery units in Poctoy Torrijos on June 22 to 23. Now for updates from around the world, here is that report. 
The World Health Organization said Wednesday it had uncovered problems at the Sputnik V COVID-19 vaccine production site, which Moscow insisted had been resolved. The inspectors had concerns with the data integrity and testing results from monitoring during manufacturing and quality control and with the monitoring and control of aseptic operation and filling. Kremlin spokesperson Dmitry Peskov said there were some shortcomings identified by the inspection group and they were taken into account all that needed to be changed. Sputnik V is already being use in 40 countries. The Australian government will phase out the use of AstraZeneca Oxford coronavirus vaccine from October. Australia's COVID-19 task force on Wednesday night released Department of Health projections detailing the vaccine doses each state and territory will be allocated every week for the year. It revealed that Australia will receive between 1.7 million and 2.3 million doses of Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine every week from the start of October up to 650,000 per week in July and August. The AstraZeneca vaccine is currently using recommended for Australian over 60, with Pfizer preferred for everyone else. After 15,500 kilometer or 380 marathons, 43-year-old French runner Marie Lyoté, also known as Luti, arrives in Istanbul at the end of the European chapter of her race around the world. Running with a stroller carrying her gear and joined by occasional runners, she left Portugal a year and a half ago and will now head to North America. She would be the second woman and seventh person overall to complete 650 marathons around the world. Here are the latest in showbiz. Let's watch this. Britney Spears urged a judge in an emotional hearing to end an abusive guardianship that gave her father control of her affairs in 2008. The 39-year-old star's finances and personal life have been largely managed by her father, Jamie Spears, since her highly public breakdown more than a decade ago, leading some fans to launch a free Britney online campaign in recent years. In a speech where Spears barely stopped to catch her breath, the star said that under the legal arrangement, she has been prevented from having a contraceptive implant removed despite wanting more children. The mother of two said it had left her traumatized and depressed. The singer has rarely spoken directly about the guardianship, but her lawyer Samuel Ingham said in April that Spears wanted to directly address the court. Spears reportedly said the guardianship system had too much control and that she was prevented from making her own decisions on friendships, dating, spending, and even the color of her kitchen cabinets. And the latest from Manila Bulletin's sports section, here's that story. Paul George scored 27 points and grabbed 15 rebounds to power the Los Angeles Clippers over Phoenix, delivering their first victory in the NBA semifinal playoff series. George played 43 minutes and with Cowie Leonard sidelined due to a sprained right knee, he has stepped up to left the Clippers. It was a crucial victory for the Clippers as no team in NBA history has ever won a best-of-seven series after losing the first three games. But for the third playoff series in a row, the Clippers won Game 3 after dropping the first two. And those are the news on web today, June 25, 2021. For more news and details, get your copy of Manila Bulletin newspaper tomorrow or you can log on to www.mb.com.ph. You may also subscribe to our newsletter through the link on this video's caption to have the day's latest news delivered to your inbox. 
I am Barbie Atienza for Manila Bulletin. Join us again on Monday. This has been MB Now. Be fully informed.